Today is the 4th of September 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. It's really simple. It's really easy. You'll pick it up in no time. Having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? In order for you to move in us, O Lord, we need to open the door. In some way, that's the hardest step. We can be that mountain which seems impossible to move. Through our joys and our fears, our laughter as well as our tears, Lord, move us this morning, God. The door is open. Welcome. In the name of the one who said nothing is impossible, we pray. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we begin the books of Hosea and 1 Corinthians. And we see that Jesus is resurrected from the dead. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures, shall we? Lord, your word is a clarion call. Open our hearts and minds to what you would have us hear today. Make the message loud and clear. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> 
Our Bible readings this week are taken from the contemporary English version. And we begin with Hosea, chapter 1. I am Hosea, son of Beeri. When Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah were the kings of Judah, and when Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, was king of Israel, the Lord spoke this message to me. The Lord said, Hosea, Israel have betrayed me like an unfaithful wife. Marry such a woman and have children by her. So I married Goma, the daughter of Diblaim, and we had a son. The Lord said, Hosea, name your son Jezreel, because I will soon punish the descendants of King Jehu of Israel for the murders he committed in Jezreel Valley. I will destroy his kingdom, and in Jezreel Valley I will break the power of Israel. Later, Goma had a daughter, and the Lord said, Name her Lo-Ruamah, because I will no longer have mercy and forgive Israel. But I am the Lord God of Judah, and I will have mercy and save Judah by my own power, not by wars or arrows or swords and cavalry. After Goma had stopped nursing Lo-Ruamah, she had another son. Then the Lord said, Name him Lo-Ami, because these people are not mine and I am not their God. Someday it will be impossible to count the people of Israel, because there will be as many of them as there are grains of sand along the seashore. They are now called not my people, but in the future they will be called children of the living God. Israel and Judah will unite and choose one leader. Then they will take back their land, and this will be a great day for Jezreel. Let your brothers be called my people, and your sisters be called show mercy. Accuse. Accuse your mother, she is no longer my wife, and now I the Lord am not her husband. Beg her to give up prostitution and stop being unfaithful, or I will strip her naked like the day she was born. I will make her barren like a desert and she will die of thirst. Your children are the result of her unfaithfulness, and I will show you no pity. Your mother was unfaithful. She was disgraceful and said, I'll run after my lovers. Everything comes from them, my food and drink, my linen and wool, my olive oil and wine. I, the Lord, will build a fence of thorns to block her path. She will run after her lovers but not catch them. She will search but not find them. Then she will say, I'll return to my first husband, life was better then. She didn't know that her grain, wine and olive oil were gifts from me as were the gold and silver she used in worshipping Baal. So I'll hold back the harvest of grain and grapes. I'll take back my wool and my linen that cover her body. Then I'll strip her naked in the sight of her lovers. No one can rescue her. I'll stop Israel's celebrations. No more new moon festivals, Sabbaths or other feasts. She said, My lovers gave me vineyards and fig trees as payment for sex. Now I, the Lord, will ruin her vineyards and fig trees. They will become clumps of weeds eaten by wild animals. I'll punish her for the day she worshipped Baal and burned incense to him. I'll punish her for the day she forgot about me and wore jewellery and rings to attract her lovers. I, the Lord, have spoken. Israel, I, the Lord, will lure you into the desert and speak gently to you. I will return your vineyards and then Trouble Valley will become Hopeful Valley. You will say yes to me as you did in your youth when leaving Egypt. I promise that from that day on, you will call me your husband instead of your master. 
I will no longer even let you mention the names of those pagan gods that you call master, and I will agree to let you live in peace. You will no longer be attacked by wild animals and birds or by weapons of war. I will accept you as my wife forever, and instead of the bride price, I will give you justice, fairness, love, kindness, and faithfulness. Then you will truly know who I am. I will command the sky to send rain on the earth, and it will produce grain, grapes, and olives in Jezreel Valley. I will scatter the seeds and so show mercy to Lo Ruhamah. I will say to Lo Ami, you are my people, and they will answer, you are our God. Once again the Lord spoke to me, and this time he said, Hosea, fall in love with an unfaithful woman who has a lover. Do this to show that I love the people of Israel, even though they worship idols and enjoy the offering cakes made with fruit. So I paid fifteen pieces of silver and about ten bushels of grain for such a woman. Then I said, Now you are mine. You will have to remain faithful to me, though it will be a long time before we sleep together. It will be a long time before Israel has a king or before sacrifices are offered at the temple or before there is any way to get guidance from God. But later, Israel will turn back to the Lord their God and to David their king. At that time they will come to the Lord with fear and trembling, and he will be good to them. Matthew 28 The Sabbath was over, and it was almost daybreak on Sunday when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Suddenly a strong earthquake struck, and the Lord's angel came down from heaven. He rolled away the stone and sat on it. The angel looked as bright as lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards shook with fear and fell down as though they were dead. The angel said to the woman, Don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was nailed to the cross. He isn't here. God has raised him to life, just as Jesus said he would. Come, see the place where his body was lying. Now, hurry, tell his disciples that he has been raised to life and is on his way to Galilee. Go there and you will see him. This is what I came to tell you. The woman were very frightened and yet very happy as they hurried from the tomb and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and greeted them. They went near to him, held on to his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Tell my followers to go to Galilee. They will see me there. While the women were on their way, some of the soldiers who had been guarding the tomb went into the city. They told the chief priests everything that had happened. So the chief priests met with the leaders and decided to bribe the soldiers with a lot of money. They said to the soldiers, Tell everyone that Jesus' disciples came during the night and stole his body while you were sleeping. If the governor hears about this, we will talk to him. You don't have to worry about anything. The soldiers took the money and did what they'd told. The Jewish people still tell each other this story. Jesus' eleven disciples went to a mountain in Galilee where Jesus had told them to meet him. They saw him and worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came to them and said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go to the people of all nations and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to do everything I have told you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. 1 Corinthians 1 from Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, 
and from Sosthenes, who is also a follower. To God's church in Corinth, Jesus Christ chose you to be his own very people, and you worship in his name as we and all others do who call him Lord. My prayer is that God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ will be kind to you and bless you with peace. I never stop thanking my God for being kind enough to give you Jesus Christ, who helps you speak and understand so well. Now you are certain that everything we told you about our Lord Christ Jesus is true. You are not missing out on any blessings as you wait for him to return. And until the day Christ does return, he will keep you completely innocent. God can be trusted, and he chose you to be partners with his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, as a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ, I beg you to get along with each other. Don't take sides. Always try to agree in what you think. Several people from Chloe's family have already reported to me that you keep arguing with each other. They have said that some of you claim to follow me, while others claim to follow Apollos or Peter or Christ. Has Christ been divided up? Was I nailed to a cross for you? Were you baptized in my name? I thank God that I didn't baptize any of you except for Crispus and Gaius. Not one of you can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize the family of Stephanus, but I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. Christ did not send me to baptize. He sent me to tell the good news without using big words that would make the cross of Christ lose its power. The message about the cross doesn't make any sense to lost people. But for those who are being saved, it is God's power at work. As God says in the scriptures, I will destroy the wisdom of all who claim to be wise. I will confuse those who think they know so much. What happened to all those wise people? What happened to those experts in the scriptures? What happens to the ones who think they have all the answers? Didn't God show that the wisdom of this world is foolish? God was wise and decided not to let the people of this world use their wisdom to learn about him. Instead, God chose to save those who believe the foolish message we preach. Jews ask for miracles, and Greeks want something that sounds wise. But we preach that Christ was nailed to a cross. Most Jews have problems with this, and most Gentiles think it is foolish. Our message is God's power and wisdom for the Jews and the Greeks that he has chosen. Even when God is foolish, he is wiser than everyone else. And even when God is weak, he is stronger than everyone else. My dear friends, remember what you were when God chose you. The people of this world didn't think that many of you were wise. Only a few of you were in places of power. And not many of you came from important families. But God chose the foolish things of this world to put the wise to shame. He chose the weak things of this world to put the powerful to shame. What the world thinks is worthless, useless, and nothing at all is what God has used to destroy what the world considers important. God did all this to keep anyone from bragging to him. You are God's children. He sent Jesus Christ to save us and to make us wise, acceptable, and holy. So if you want to brag, do what the scripture says and brag about the Lord. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Mm-hmm. 
Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. The links are all in the show notes. If you click them, they'll take wherever you need to go. And today I just want to offer a prayer of praise. Today I'd like to offer up a prayer of praise for some friends of mine. I have a friend of mine called Dave who runs an organization called Disability in Jesus. It's an organization that helps Christians with disabilities come to terms with what's happened to them and help them understand their place in the world and God's plan. They have a website called The Daily Office. And yesterday, The Daily Office had hit 500,000 views, which is amazing. It's a prayer site. You go along, you log on, you download, and you can pray with them morning, noon, and night. So a prayer of praise for the people with disability in Jesus who are staunch supporters of Walking the Way, by the way. I know that they listen in. But let's pray, shall we? Holy and almighty God, King of ages, you alone live in complete wisdom, justice, and grace. So help me to know what time it is in my life and the role you want me to play at this stage of my journey. Father, we thank you for the work of disability in Jesus. We thank you for the advocacy work they do. We thank you for the daily office, the website that they run. And Father, we ask that you continue to bless and you continue to grow those people who use the daily office in the same way that you can continue to bless and guide the folk who run disability in Jesus. So Father, today we want to spend our lives living lives that glorify you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And we continue our prayer today for those who are going back to school. Father, we praise you for who you are. We give you thanks because you created us in our own image. We also pray for knowledge and understanding for teachers, pupils and parents. We pray that you will be with our teachers and our pupils as they start a new school year. We pray that you will give the pupils perseverance as they seek understanding and a wondrous new revelation of your world and who you are in their studies. Father, we pray for parents, that they will support those in schools by building a closer working relationship with teachers and the staff. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.